All right, hey there, welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, today we've got Bishop. What's up? we got Kelly, Kelly, Kelly on the camera. we got uh, Buckster here. Dizzle is headed to Florida. Yeah. So uh, we're missing that. Shout out to them. Safe trip. Um, but today we are talking about, are you a carnal Christian? I'll kind of kick it off and then uh, shoot it to y'all. So let me start by saying I'm not even sure people know what Carnal Christian means. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It doesn't um, mean meat eater, right? It's not a meat eater. No, no, no. no. Okay. Um, so basically, the easiest way I know to define it is for a Christian being led by your flesh. Uh, and when we say flesh, that means like the old you. Sure. Sinful stuff. Right. And so Galatians 5 16 and 17 says this. But I say, walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So Paul said, the things that I want to do, I don't do, and the things that I don't want to do, I do. So he was basically saying, that's my old nature and my new nature fighting against one another. So... Um, We've talked many, probably hours, over a time period about this, sure. on and off. Um, but I just feel like in our society today, the generation that's coming up, um, even a lot of, uh, I'm 46, a lot of people that are my age. Really? Wow, you don't look it. I know. I don't look a day over 30. Got it. Um, and I color my beard gray. Just, <laughs> oh, just yeah. to just, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't color my hair, by the way. People ask that. Okay. Yeah. Kind of wet, though, but, um, I think a lot of Christians are led by just their flesh. I agree. No, I, I mean, agree. Um, <laughs> you can look at Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> well, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we could probably talk about this again. Because uh, there's different topics within this, you know, is it a, a spiritual immaturity problem? Probably. Um, has one truly ever been saved? That's a question, you know, that only they can answer honestly. But here's some questions that I have for us to look at for people to kind of gauge where they're at. Because here's what happens: like marriage, anything else, you know, whether you purchase a new car. You, you start out the gate, you're excited, right? I mean, you're happy. Wash it every day. Yeah. I mean, you take care of that baby. The marriage, you're coming off the honeymoon. It's the greatest thing ever. And then life sets in. Different things come in. You get back to the job and the routine. and You know, that excitement just kind of fades a little. And uh, we're great at starting out the gate, but we're not good finishers. That's sure. another reason Paul said, I, I run my race. Yeah. You know, it's a race. You can't just start out good and fizzle off and it just didn't work that way. Right. You've got to follow Christ through. But um, so here's questions. Has the fire burned out? You know, Jesus addressed the church in Revelation. Mm -hmm. You lost your first love. Um, and because uh, Paul told Timothy, and we talked about this last night in our house for a little bit, but Paul told Timothy, fan the flame. Right. Uh, take take those bellows and, and, and breathe that air back on as that fire. You, you've got to keep the fire going because yeah. it does tend to fizzle if you don't care. It doesn't anything. We've all done it. You know, we've all been in a marriage where it's been lackluster at times. 
Um, we've started things that it wasn't as exciting as we thought it was going to be. But my dad always taught me, if you start something, you finish it. Um, you know, there's times that I come to church, honestly, and we've talked about this, that I would rather be somewhere else. I'd rather be in a bed. <laughs> but you do the right thing because it's the right thing. Right. You know, sometimes whether you want to do it or not. And then people could argue, well, my heart's not in it, so I might as well not be there. Yep. No, I tend to do that. You do the right thing because it's the right thing. So, so is the fire burned out? Do you have joy? We talked about this last night in our life group. I mean, when you first start out and you're you're saved and everything's new, I mean, there's an excitement and a joy sure. there. You know, it's like the weight of the world's been lifted off of you. And you, know, you fire up. And then after a while, you get hanging around these carnal Christians in church and they just suck it out of you, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, because you're you're over there trying to fan their flame and they're yeah. putting yours out. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, that's, that's frustrating. Um, do you read your Bible as much as you once did? Um, do you pray as often as you once did? You know, do you listen to uh, worship music, Christian music, uh, things to encourage you? Um, are you a faithful church attender? You know, because most people start out, I've seen this at Lebanon. People come in, it's exciting, it's new, they're at everything, and then gradually it's like they're at nothing. <laughs> you know? um, Billy Graham once said this, and we know this to be true. You have three enemies as a Christian. The world, your flesh, which is your old self, and then the devil. And I think the devil's really last. We put so much on him, but it's really a lot of us. Yeah, he ain't got to do much. It's self-inflicted, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, that's where the carnality comes in. Um, and I do believe we're in a generation where the majority of us are being led way more by our flesh than God's spirit within us. And at the end of the day, uh, it boils down to your decision. Mm -hmm. God has given us everything we need to live a godly life. And if we fail, it's not on him, it's on us. You know, because whatever you water more is gonna grow, right? Whatever you feed more is gonna, is gonna grow. So if you're feeding your old man or old woman more, don't be shocked that you're not in church today. But if you start feeding your spirit man or woman, then it'll take over. And, and then you'll get back to the things that you once loved. Yeah. And you'll feel that joy and that peace and that contentment come back. You know, if you're living a life now, and you know you've been saved, but it's just like, what happened? It's a gradual slide, you know? But it's little things that add up to big things, and then you don't even know how you got where you are. But... The good thing about it is, as in Luke, you know, the prodigal son was like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, I, I left everything that I had. And uh, the good thing about that story is he came back home. So no matter where you're at, God's still waiting on the porch, so to speak, saying, come on back home. Yeah. You know, I'll let you go do your thing just to see that it don't bring you the joy and contentment that you thought it did. So um, what you got on that, Bishop? Well, you know, I think we all... We all have to recognize, number one, we, we, we have a struggle, like you mentioned, against the old nature. All of us. Uh, yeah, everybody. I mean, everybody, the power reminds too, we've got that sin that so easily besets you, right? Yeah. And to, and to make sure that you are laying, laying aside all these weights that so easily ensnare you. And so we've all got these things of, of life we're sure with. In this process 
of you know, what, you know the, the theological would be sanctification as we are being made holy because we're not perfect now. Mm-hmm. We're on track to be made perfect, and we can we can live uh, follow now. We can live in perfection in Christ because He makes us perfect. Right. And so as we as we are following Him, as we spend a daily time with Him to grow. I think you'll you'll see that carnality change into in, into spirit led lifestyles, and and you'll see it in your mind, the things you think about, what comes out your mouth. You said, "Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." So if there's a lot of trash coming out your mouth because there's a lot of trash in your heart. So there's some there's some tests that you can run, like you mentioned, those questions to see where are you at. I, I honestly, and I struggled with this. I, I kind of think a carnal the, the term carnal Christian is an oxymoron uh, because it doesn't make sense because we are now a new creation in Christ. Right. Old things are passed away. Now, they're passed away, and it's a process to become this fully new thing, but we've got to understand that we are new. Like We don't have to go to those things, and we've got power inside of us that is greater than he that's in the world to help us overcome those things which wants held us down and chained us down and, and messed us up. But I, we, we've got to get that shift in our mind that that it's it's no longer about what I want and what I desire, but about being led by the Spirit. We're, we're, we're quick to call Him Savior, but we're very hesitant to call Him Lord. And I will say this, too, because I think part of this was me growing up, but a lot of it was my own fault. You know, I, I think overall that Churches in general have done a poor job of discipling people. I admit, so I agree. You know, some of it's on us for sure. Now, I I do think at Lebanon we really try to disciple people and show them the right way to live. And there's a personal responsibility. There's a personal responsibility there that you've got to pick up. I mean, we can't live your life for you exactly, but you know, we can take you. I mean, there's a big thing in in uh, mentoring and discipling and all and showing people because the Bible says. You know, once you're saved, um, old things pass away, all things become new. Yep. Well, it is new. Yep. You're a babe in Christ. Yep. I mean, all these things that talk about yep. you, talk. you growing and being taught and, and showing the right way to do things. Um, so I think some of that falls on us, but the people I can think of now, they know better. I agree. They know better. I agree. They've been taught. Okay. They're just, they're they're living by the flesh and what it wants and, and not living by the spirit. And they're some of them are portraying this great life, but I, I really think they're miserable yeah. inside. Okay, if, you're, if you've been truly saved and you're living the way you're living, you can't be happy. Agreed. You can't be happy. God's spirit in you won't let you do it for so long. And you'll be miserable. So, um, and it just bugs me overall that the world can't tell the Christians from me. Yeah. That's where the carnality comes in. As me thinking about the subject the last few days is, you don't see a difference, you know, um, and there should be a difference. It's supposed to be fruit, right? You know, the light should always um, shed light on the darkness, right? but you just don't see that anymore. So it's it's concerning. Most of what you, what you got on, it's like Chris just said. You know, you can you can tell a person by the, the fruit that it bears. So if you are a um, a Christ follower. Obviously, the, the fruit that you will be portraying is the Holy Spirit in your life versus the carnal, which will be your flesh in your life. But I'd like to ask a two, there's three kinds of people, I think. There's there's people that listen to God. There's people that listen to the devil. 
And then there's people that listen to God and also listen to the devil. So when you're talking about the carnal life, the people that listen to God, say they do 50%, and then they do 50% of listening to the devil, the flesh, they're the most miserable people. So misery is connected to... That's the one thing that Jesus talked about, like throwing up. So misery is technically linked to being half and half or three quarters, one quarter, or whatever it is. You, you say that, well, I'm a Christian and I'm going to listen to what Jesus has to say. I'm going to read my Bible and I'm praying, but I'm going out here 50% of the time and <laughs> doing what I want to do. Well, you wonder why you feel the way you do. Mm-hmm. You wonder why you're going through the emotions that you're going through. We ain't talking about feelings and emotions, but I'm, honestly, they're, they're a part of this yeah, because exactly. you either have to be all in one or all in the other. Right. Yeah, somebody made a statement a while back, and I don't remember who it was, it's like, they were talking about this very thing, and they were like, you know, we're, we're married to Jesus, but we're an adulterous affair in the world. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. Um, overall, so. That's the way I look at it. If you, you got to choose what kind of person you're going to, you got to choose the person that you're going to listen to. And if you want to be listening to the devil and the flesh and everything that they're, that offers there, um, you're going to be one way. If you're going to listen to God, God, Holy Spirit, obviously you're going to be the way you, He's designed you to be. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if you're if you 50-50, then you measure your mind. Yeah, just so nobody can serve to the answer. Right? I'm going to hate the other despise one to come to. And that might be why they struggle so much with the Christianity that they oh, say they have. Defeated. I mean, there's, I've had times of defeat. I mean, and it boils down to that. It's like, who am I listening to? Yeah. You know, who am I following? Me or right. following Christ? But the person that listens totally to the flesh or to the devil, or you know, they, they really want to carry the world. They're they're happy, good looking. Yeah. So it's either it's either feast or famine. But those ones that are in the middle, and those ones that um, really catch it. And it goes to the old cartoons growing up. You know, where you got the character there, and then on the right you <laughs> yeah. got the little angel, and on the left you got the right. That's really what it was. Yeah, too. Um, is which one you want to listen to? Well, the old song said, Lord, hide me from the enemy, even if the enemy is me. Because right. we, we give in ourselves so yeah, often. We are our biggest problem. Yeah, I agree. I am, for sure. I agree. So, um, so there you go. I mean, there's questions I'll run through again. Has your fire burned out? Are you excited about church and the things of God? Uh, if not, you know, as John Chris says, check your heart. Uh, do you have joy? Uh, it's different from happiness. Uh, happiness is um, affected by external triggers. Yeah. Joy is something that only God can give us. Okay. Uh, do you read your Bible? Uh, any? <laughs> are you faithful in church attendance? Um, and those are just some, some gauges that sure. you can look at that will kind of tell you where you're at. But, you check know. yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. So there you go. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Uh, So thank you again for being with us for another episode of Off the Cuff. We'll see you back here next week, same time.